Welcome to episode 72, no, 71, 71, 71 of the Breakdown Walls podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Season 3, episode 2, like my mind was partially on that. Although, ah, yes. But but it is episode 71. Uh, season 3, episode 1 was episode 70. I didn't say that during the episode for some reason, but it, it, it was. So there you go. Welcome to episode 71. One. <laughs> Oh my god, what's wrong with me today? <laughs> Welcome. Breakdown Walls Podcast. Episode. It's That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to it. It's an episode. I'm Brian Nicole. He is Sturlock. Or at least he was last time I checked. <gasps> but la la la. <laughs> Wait, now he's Baymax? I just saw that movie a couple days ago for the first time. Oh, you hadn't seen it? I hadn't seen it. It's so good. It's so amazing. It's so good. It's so amazing. I loved it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Disney Plus also uh, audio described some, not all. Uh, don't don't ask me why. Some of the TV series. <laughs> huh? That's <laughs> a TV me. series now. That's cool. Yeah, there's a cartoon. Very cool. An animated show. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Anyway, breakdown walls. We don't talk about TV series, except when we do, we talk about <laughs> video games. Except for the times that we have. <laughs> right, except for all of the tangents. Read um, <laughs> <laughs> the hour-long 2XL tangent. Yep, yep. Uh, yep, like, we are uh, here. So this episode uh, is going to be a normal episode. However, I can tell you that I am waiting on a response. I have emailed our first guest for the year. Yay! Um, and I'm waiting on a response from them to schedule things. It is difficult to schedule because uh, they are from a different country. Um, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to uh, spoil who it is yet. But uh, yeah, they're from a different country, so we have to schedule things uh, carefully around that. But we will get it done. We will get it scheduled. They, the message has been sent. Waiting on that response. We'll see what happens. I have plans. I have at least five guests round lined up right now. Ooh, very so nice. I'm, I'm going to make good on <laughs> what I said. I'm going to make good on... I know about the two. Yeah, you know about two. There's a couple you don't know about yet. Ooh, I'm going to make I'm gonna make good on uh, my my idea of more guests this year. Going to make good on that. <clears throat> so, yes. yes so yes, we shall do the thing. Uh, so this time it's going to be, you know, your standard fare, gaming news, accessibility news. It's going to be... Uh, I'm not going to say a short episode because the, the gaming news segments uh, we have to talk about are fairly large uh in terms of scope so <laughs> yeah so oh boy yeah so let's get right to it with some news. welcome to gaming all right, we got it again. We got it, we got it back. We got it back. I was a little worried after that first episode, but we got it back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, in this uh, in this edition of Gaming News, we get to talk about GameStop. So, this is actually a topic I thought about talking about bringing up last week, but I decided not to because I wasn't sure... I felt I mean, like it wasn't done developing. Right, right. Even yeah. now, it's still there's still like stuff happening related to that. Yeah. So it may not finish developing for some time. 
yet I think it's a good it's in a good space to talk about it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so GameStop, um, I'm actually going to kind of steal something from uh, where did I hear this? Um. Oh yeah, it was. I think it was a. I think it was uh, kind of funny who said this. I think. Um. But I, I really like the way they put it, so I'm kind of I'm kind of gonna borrow it. Uh, so so. The stock market, folks. Uh, the stock market is intended uh, to represent a company's value <laughs> based on what the, what the price of its shares are. And so and I think this was kind of funny. I could be I could be wrong about this, but I think it was kind of funny. But one person said to the other, "So, so let me ask you this, Sherlock. Uh, do you think that?" GameStop's representation of value is currently accurate. <laughs> um, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. no. So what you're saying, what you're telling me right now, is that GameStop isn't actually really worth four hundred plus dollars a share. No, no, no. no okay, okay. Not. I just wanted to be sure about that. <laughs> I'm really wishing I had bought shares in GameStop when they were four dollars a share. I know people are getting rich off this so basically what happened was at least as far as i understand it a group of redditors reddit people reddit uh, and discord reddit oh reddit and discord okay got together and basically decided hey we're gonna take over the stock market basically um and the thing is they did it and that's that's that is the state of things in this economy that that can happen is a problem. Yeah, they basically decided they wanted to stick it to short sellers, and I'm not going to go into what short selling is, but it's kind of a scummy pro- uh, practice, and I actually kind of agree with what they're doing. Well, it I, I agree with it in the sense that it is it is showing uh, the world essentially that our system is flawed. It's basically if you if <clears throat> anybody remembers from like ten or twelve years ago. The uh, Occupy Wall Street movement, yeah, yeah, that I never that. really took off. Real like it, it, it like it had legs, kind of, but it didn't really have teeth. This is that, but like successful and more coordinated. And... Yeah, and I, I think it's a more practical demonstration too. Yeah, you know? like yeah. it's it's a very very tangible thing that you can go, you can literally watch this happen. Yeah. It's crazy. It's insane. Like, it's insane, man. And people are getting rich off this now. Yep. Because why not? Like, yeah. If you got the shares, yeah. why wouldn't you sell them then? You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So essentially, they just bought up a bunch of uh, GameStop shares and a couple other things too. I think there was like, a, I think they bought up a bunch of AMC shares. Um, and Nokia. And Nokia, That's yeah, the other, the other big one. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, basically made their stocks go insanely over the top um in two weeks uh gamestop went from i think it was i think uh i think the number that i heard was 17 dollars a share something like that um to 400 like 425 or something like that it's over 400 dollars a share yeah um yeah I, I, I wish i wish gamestop has yeah. consistently lost profit year over year for years now that's why they were so big in the short selling market because yeah. 
so the very, 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 very brief explanation of what short selling is, I guess, is <clears throat> you're essentially borrowing stock and then you hold on to it, I believe, for a, a uh, or no, you what you do is you sell it immediately. And then when it like a certain amount of time will go pa- go by and then you have to basically rebuy the stock and give it back to oh wow so what you're hoping for is that the stock will go down yeah you're hoping oh, so that wow. you'll make you'll you'll make a profit <laughs> so this whole thing was a big giant fuck you to short sellers yep yep i guess so and yeah. it's it's a process called uh, short squeezing yeah and boy oh boy this is the ultimate short squeezing yeah it's it were it's definitely working. <laughs> it's definitely working. Um, um that hedge fund lost I want to say somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty billion dollars. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow, that's something. And honestly, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Like I said, it in that sense I agree with this with what what's what's yeah. happening. But because I think hedge funds are bullshit. But yeah, but the issue is it shows how flawed our system is, and that's that's yeah. the that's the thing. Like that's it really is. That's what this comes down to is this is an antiquated system that doesn't doesn't uh, don't doesn't function the way it should in the modern era. No, nope. So yeah, that's a yeah that's that's uh, that's that. Um, this continues <laughs> to develop. Who knows what's going to happen with GameStop now? Like, but game, the way GameStop loses money so much, like year over year, they just lose profit. I don't think this is going to last for them. Like, this isn't going to save no. the, the company or anything like that. No. Um, Game, GameStop is very much the, like, it's a means to an end. Like, it's, it's, this is not the, at all indicative of the value of the company. No, or it's not. Like that. It's really not. It's the example of, all right, you're going to play games with, you know, the people's money. We'll play games with your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a big game. How you like this one, guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's something else. Uh, do we want to get? Do we want to get into the whole Robin Hood? Craziness oh well, been... you can, you can, but I don't know enough about it to tell. Like I know that Robin Hood's trying to stop this from happening now, but that's all. I yeah, know. <laughs> and 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 it's basically blown up in their face spectacularly. Oh, because people uh, see the good the good thing that this actually is. Yeah, and it's basically everybody's kind of seeing this as Robin Hood protecting the you know, the big guy. Yeah, yeah. And everybody is just like Philip DeFranco basically just straight up said fuck you to Robin Hood on his show yeah. last week. Yeah. He's like, Nope, I'm not I don't care how much money you give me. I'm never going to promote your product ever again. Because he, they were a sponsor. Ooh, so he took that. His show. He took that move. Oh wow, wow. He is like, nope. I'm just pulling out. I'm not suspending. I'm permanently. I'm done. Canceling. Yeah. Just I'm moving my my money elsewhere, and that's it. Dang. So yeah. Dang. So yep. Yeah, it's. And like they're going, they're going to get hauled in front of Congress and everything. Like it's, it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Man, this, this yeah. has become, I, I, I wonder if, uh, 
I, I honestly wonder if that was maybe an unintentional, unintentional side effect of this. Like the pe- even the people that were doing this, did they, did they think that, that Robin Hood was going to, was going to do what they did? You know, I don't think they, I don't think so. Interesting. I don't think they did. So this kind of, this is kind of a bigger deal than even they believed it would be. It turned into this big thing. Yeah. That, yeah. This could change a lot of things. I, yeah, this could maybe not necessarily for the better either. Well, maybe not, but it could lead to something, you know, and that's, yeah. that's still saying something. Um, yeah, man, what a situation that is. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's just crazy enough that we just had to bring it up on this show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's game adjacent because it's game oh, yeah, stop. yeah, that's right. That's why. But it's just, it's just too crazy not to talk about, really. It's it is. Just... It is. It's nuts, man. But speaking of nuts, uh, there's a squirrel game. No, just kidding. Uh, no, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of nuts, there was a giant information dump about the Mass Effect uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, and I want to talk about it because it's really cool, first of all, and second of all, because part of the information dump brought up what I considered the joke question that I came up with when we first talked about the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. The answer was part of this information dump. I can't believe it. <laughs> so I wasn't the only one that was thinking about this. It's so great. So, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It is coming out. They, they did change the date, apparently, which I, I was not expecting. Yeah. Um, it is coming out on May 14th. Um, oh, wow. They moved it back. They moved it back a little bit, yeah. But it, it, here's the funny part about this. I'm probably one of the only people that sees this as a positive <laughs> because, <laughs> because here's why. May 14th is two days before Misty's birthday. So let me just <laughs> say she will not be paying for her copy of Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition. <laughs> she knows it too. I, I just told her, like, look, you're not, yeah. you're not paying for that. Um, that's, your, that's a birthday present right there. That's perfect. Yeah. That's, that's perfectly her. Like, she loves the Mass Effect trilogy. Loves it. Yeah. Okay, but moving, moving on to the, uh, the big uh, informational things. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition is going to feature a unification of basically all three games. So, to be clear, when you get the Legendary Edition, you are not getting three games. You're not getting, like, like three SKUs. Like, you're not getting... Like, in your game library, it's not going to say Mass Effect 1, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3. Nope. It is all three games in one unified package. You click on the Legendary Edition to play all three of them. Okay, so it's like uh, Final Fantasy X and ten two. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Where they combine them into one wrapper, yeah, basically. exactly. Yeah. It's like that. But the reason they did that is because they unified uh, things about those games that, that were not unified originally. So one of the big things that was um, that was kind of one of those things that wasn't viewed as problematic at the time because it was a decade ago, but was viewed as problematic later on as the series grew was, and I didn't know this before. So this is, this is a learning experience for me too. In Mass Effect 1, there were apparently far fewer customization options if you were FemShep. Huh. You got much, much less choice. So that's fixed. That's good. <laughs> because nice. the character creation uh, for all three games is now unified. You create one character, you play all three games now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. so so that's that's fixed. And apparently, they actually went ahead and added options. 
They added hair hairstyles. They added skin tones. They added, you know, hair color, everything. They added <clears> more. <throat> cool. And one of the big draws uh, that I've, you know, that apparently they, they showed off in the in the in the announcement trailer was okay, so th- this is gonna take this is gonna take some uh, some way back time machine memory uh, here, but I do remember this. <laughs> here we go. Do you remember, Sterlock, how Mass Effect 3 came out and Femshep was on the box, and that was absolutely it absolutely was. Uh, a big deal. Like in the press, it was everywhere. Um, in the gaming media, it was everywhere because it was awesome. Like, you know, full uh, full acknowledgement that Fem Shep was was awesome. You know, she was the box art for Mass Effect Three instead of instead of the male Shepard that had been on the first two games. So that image uh, was kind of iconic, and Mass Effect Three in the game introduced the ability to be that version of Fem Shep. So you could literally, oh, so you could just just choose the box art version of Femship uh, in Mass Effect Three as the one that you wanted to play as. Well, that version of Femship is now available right from the get go, so you could take her from one to three. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's, hey, that's, that was one of the big the big things they they wanted to get in immediately. That's cool. Yeah, that's really nice. Um, so they said they said that. Uh, um, we understand that people will be concerned because people always are about a remaster being, you know, just a shoddy uh, upscaling, you know, port kind of thing. And they said, we want you to know that it is not that, that this was done with love. They said they compared making this, this remaster to restoring an old car, an old beloved car. Oh, that's cool. Um, They said uh, they have been working on this remaster since 2019. So over a year they have been, they've been perfecting this remaster. Wow. This is going to be the full Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, plus all the DLCs. And by the way, this part is a live update. All the DLCs except one. <laughs> That's a live yeah. update right there. Yep. So they, they announced a little bit of a negative, um, and they apologized for it because they hate that it's, that it's, it's reality. There is a bit of DLC in Mass Effect 1 called Pinnacle Station. Um, Pinnacle Station is a DLC where you can go to this place and basically it's, it's kind of an arena situation where you can fight a bunch of, uh, you know, enemies in an arena uh, setting. And, and there's, there's a few uh, achievements and trophies attached to it, blah, 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 blah. Um, it, it's not one of the, in my opinion, it's not one of the big important DLCs because it's not really story related. So I don't mind that much, but the, basically what happened, apparently the reason that it happened is the source code for Pinnacle Station, the DLC itself was corrupted. Oh no! So they they've been they they said that they were trying to contact the developer for months. They contacted everyone they could find that worked on Pinnacle Station to try to get a source code backup, and they finally finally got one. And then when they opened it, they realized that all, almost all the data was corrupted and useless. Oh no! Yeah, apparently they traced this back, and I didn't realize. I actually didn't know this at all. I because. This was back when me and Misty were uh, more focused on Xbox 360 when we bought games. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Pinnacle Station was never made available for PS3. When Mass Effect uh, uh, 1 was released on PS3, Pinnacle Station was not available. Apparently, uh, this is why. Uh, because they couldn't port it because there, there was the source code was all messed up. Wow. So, yeah. No Pinnacle Station, but again, th- there could be worse losses than this. I don't mind so much the Pinnacle Station's I not mean... in it. I mean, it's technically possible. I mean, people thought... I don't know how they did so... 
it was thought for years that the Final Fantasy VIII source code was just gone. Hmm. But now somehow they've been able to re-release that on Modern. I don't know how they pulled that that's off. That's true, but... yeah. That's true. That's true. I don't know. But but they said that if they if they put Pinnacle Station in, they would have had to rebuild the entire thing from scratch. And it would have added another six months to the to the game's uh, workflow because they have a they're they they they're they're actually a relatively small team. They're a very passionate team who loves what they're doing, but they're also yeah. small. So it would have added another six months just to add Pinnacle Station, which they they had to, they unfortunately decided it was time to put it on the cutting room floor, and that's that's the one thing. I feel like they could have just released it and then done it as like a free. I mean, who knows? They still might. They still might. Maybe they just wanted to get the game out. You know, maybe they'll. I think they just wanted to get. Yeah, the game maybe out, Pinnacle yeah. Station will be. You know, maybe they'll decide to redo it. If if look, if the Legendary Edition is successful, you never know what'll happen. You never know. Yeah. Some... and it it's it's gonna be. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> successful. Successful. Um, so going back to so so it's every DLC except that one. That's over. Just so you know, if if you're a person who hasn't is not familiar with the Mass Effect uh, trilogy, the original Mass Effect trilogy, you may not know this, but even though even though it's uh, it doesn't include Pinnacle Station, you've got to realize. Well, you, you don't have to if you're not familiar with it. But just so you know, this means that they have remastered not just the three games, but over forty total DLC packages. Yes. Mass Effect had a lot of DLC. <laughs> oh my god. Yep, if you actually put it all together, it's apparently 40 plus DLC packages. That's insane. <laughs> but it's all included. 40. And uh, so going back to the unification idea, um, they did a they had to do the most work apparently on Mass Effect 1, which makes perfect sense to me. So they they did try to unify the combat systems but across all three games. So they made a, they made uh Combat on Mass Effect One worked better than it did, um, mm-hmm. you know, closer to what two and three became, um, which is what I was hoping for. Like that was the one thing I, I said, you know, this is what needs to happen for this to be successful. So now you're gonna you're gonna have a more unified experience across all three games. They also uh, they also improved one of the most infamous things with Mass Effect One. They improved the Mako controls. <laughs> That's one of the most inf- infamous complaints about one, is that this this vehicle that you have to do a lot of your missions in is so poor yeah. <laughs> in terms of control. <laughs> yeah, but apparently that's been improved. Um, every yeah. asset is now full. Uh, it, it, it's just been re like not just upscale. It's been like rebuilt uh, in native 4K, uh, Ultra HD, all that, or you know HDR, all that stuff. Um, no ray tracing yeah. though. Um, the reason for that is apparently um, that the they decided when they were doing the remaster, they decided that they were going to keep Mass Effect, the, the whole thing, in the Unreal 3 engine instead of upgrading Unreal 4. Oh my god. They chose to wow. do that because okay. if, they, if they upgraded Unreal 4, they would have had to rebuild everything from scratch. <laughs> oh. okay. Mass Effect yeah. was originally coded Unreal 3 and they decided the best way to do this remaster was to stick with that. Just improve upon what was there. So they did. Okay. Um, they also added uh, controller support for the PC version of Mass Effect, which apparently didn't have it before. Good. That's yeah. weird. Um, Accessibility-wise, we don't know anything, just, just to throw that out there. Um, but I can tell you that they did add aim assist, uh, better aim assist to the combat as well. 
So nice. That's that's good. Yeah. Um, an interesting thing that at least I thought was interesting was the way the DLC is going to work in the Legendary Edition is slightly different. So if you purchased all the DLC for, let's say, the original Mass Effect 2, which had a lot, a lot of DLC, a heck of a lot of DLC, um, you would basically get inundated with the quests that the DLC was, you know, was a part of as soon as you could mm-hmm. access quests on, on the ship. Like, as soon as you could, yeah. there'd be like, like 20 or 30 messages in your inbox. Like, here, do this, go do that. Ah, all the DLC things. <laughs> they actually changed yeah. that. According to what they've said, they said now DLC will actually unlock kind of in a kind of a play-as-you-go kind of way. So, like, you'll go do a mission, and then you'll get one message that is DLC-related. And you'll go do another mission. Maybe you'll go do that DLC. When you get back, there's another one. Or, you know, it actually just unlocks as you play now. Since, since it's not actually huh. DLC, it's since it's built into the games, they wanted to make it work yeah. uh, like it's just part of the games. It doesn't feel like DLC anymore, you know? Now it's just more yeah. like side quests. Yeah, yeah, it just feels like side quests. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I That's like cool. that a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, <laughs> I almost forgot my favorite thing. So they addressed <laughs> the joke question that I had before. And I'm going to say one word so I'm going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Elevators. <laughs> this informational yes. dump talked about the elevators. <laughs> <laughs> so here here it is here's nice. what they did here's what they did as expected load times for the legendary edition are vastly improved and i mean vastly improved because of course they are you know it's next yeah. it's now next gen so ps5, PS5 right and exactly uh, exactly so the elevators no longer needed because that's what they were before like for those who missed last week's episode yeah. the elevator sequ- the sequences in mass effect all of them they were always loading screens, essentially. They were meant to hide things, hide the loading uh, time. And some of them are quite long, especially Mass Effect 1. Well, they're no longer necessary. So here's what they did. If you go into an elevator, the sequence is still there. If you want to stick around and watch it and listen to the newscast that sometimes play during the elevator sequences, it's all still there. But now there's a skip button. <laughs> Because you don't need it anymore. (laughs) That's going to make... I think I even commented last week that that's going to make... Oh, speedruns going to be a breeze. Oh, yeah. Consider just just generally the the different loading times dropping down onto a planet or onto the Citadel. That's going to be no time at all. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. It's it's cool. I just... I really really feel good about this. Like... um, the legendary edition from Aspect is is a, such a great idea, and it's it's going to show yeah. people that you know there are believe it or not it may not seem like it, but there are people who haven't played the original trilogy. Um, uh, I, I apparently one of the kind of funny people hasn't played Mass Effect at all. Oh, oh None of my it. god! So there's there's some people. This is going to be the first experience, and that's going to be great. Oh, they're so yeah, they're it's going to so be good. great. It's going to be great, and uh. Running in the cool thing, step, man. Um, the cool thing for me and Misty is we kind of fell out of Mass Effect uh, 3 uh, no, no, for no real reason, but we kind of fell out of it uh, before, just before the Citadel DLC came out. So we haven't seen, me and Misty haven't seen either the Citadel DLC or the new ending 
stuff, like the the, the director's the final cut stuff. Oh, so yeah, yeah, that's gonna feel to us like new content. So Misty's gonna replay the whole series when the when the legendary edition comes out. So it's gonna be nice. great for us too. I just love it. I love it all. Um, Jennifer Hale posted a tweet uh, today, actually, just today, um, where apparently she had just seen the trailer and she was actually crying in a video um, on Twitter because Aww. she found out that she, uh, well, Femshep, you know, I mean, it's not physically her, but Femshep is the uh, Legendary Edition box art as well. That iconic image, they decided to make the box art for this Legendary Edition as well. Of Femship, and she was nice. she was very very Aww. very happy about that. So uh, Jennifer Hale is a boss. I'm just saying. I mean, just, that is kind of her crowning yep. achievement, and I mean, in, in acting, like it's kind of what she's yeah, known it, for. It really now. is. Even now, <laughs> like, even now, like she's there's been there's been so many things since then, but even now it's like it's Femship. She's been she's done so much before, even before and, after, and, yeah. and since. Yeah. But but just, this is just so yep. this iconic. Is, this is the thing. That, and she, yeah. you could tell that she oh, knows awesome. it. Like she was really feeling it. She is yeah. very, very happy. Um, and that's. Yeah, she probably gets real. I mean, well, yeah, sure. I, I bet, bet they all like, do. I bet they all do. You know, I bet every single one of them yeah, does. So, yeah, man. It's more money. Money, money is good. <laughs> and we do know, by the way, just so you guys know, I, I actually don't know if we mentioned this. I might not have mentioned it because there was such a big storm of things we had to talk about last week. So I feel like I may have passed this over unintentionally but i may have passed it over it has been announced that mass effect is not dead it is coming back they are making another mass effect project a new mass effect project as well ea is making one you you I did, did mention, okay, uh, mention that yeah <laughs> i wasn't sure like there's so yeah. many things last week uh i was not sure <laughs> okay so we know that's that's happening so this is gonna this is gonna prepare so again i say again there are people that have not played the, the original trilogy this is going to prepare them for the new stuff this is going to reign. I believe this is going to reignite the love of Mass Effect that existed ten years ago. It's it's coming back. Yeah, this is going to do that. Like Andromeda, okay, fine. Like if you don't like it, I, I personally think it's okay. Like because I can't see the apparently the terrible facial animations. But yeah. if you don't like it, okay, fine. But this trilogy, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Assassin's Creed survived. Um, they fixed Unity. Unity so they fixed it. Yeah, Unity oh, did they fix now. Unity? Oh, good. People like Unity now. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this trilogy is going to sell you. If you hate Andromeda, and you, for some reason, just only played it, I don't know why you would only play Andromeda, I guess, but... Because <laughs> that, that actually wouldn't make much sense. Anyway, it's, this trilogy is going to... If you haven't played the, the original trilogy, prepare yourselves, because Mass Effect is a ride. I... I cannot understate how amazing Renegade Femship yeah. is. It's just a whole another level is. of it just... Uh, it's so, a beautiful thing. Beautiful, very beautiful thing. Especially in like Mass Effect 2 and 3. Yeah. The levels did, of evil oh my God, that you can achieve. Evil. evil. <laughs> the levels. Just very evil and it's awesome. And, <laughs> awesome yeah. evil. It's, Mass it's Effect is so good in that it warrants so many playthroughs like not 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 just like two no no there's so much nuance in mass effect you could play mass effect i'm gonna say maybe five or six times and 
see new stuff every time. Yeah. Because you can go for the ro- all the romance options. You can go for the Paragon versus the Renegade. But there's like sub choices that matter in even in those options. You can you you have enough power in Mass Effect Two. You can go mix to you can and and you have enough power in Mass Effect uh, the, the the trilogy to make life or death decisions for almost every character you encounter, at least the, like every party member you encounter. And yeah, that changes things drastically. Um, every mm-hmm. one of those things changed things drastically. Very few games, personally, I think, very few games have done that on the same level as the Mass Effect trilogy, even today. Very few mm-hmm. games have, have gone as far as they've gone. Man, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I remember, I remember seeing the trailer for the first game back in like 2006 or 2007. And uh, my brother showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh, this, oh my god, this is this is next amazing!" Gen. Like this, <laughs> yeah, but it was back like, then, though. And, and like even back then, they were saying it was a trilogy, and like this, like the scope of it just sounded too too huge to be but real. They did it. But it, they freaking did they, it. They did it. <laughs> like even back, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Even back then, they were talking about like the 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 idea that you're save from the first game would would you would be imported in the second one and so on and so forth that was that was built from the mm-hmm. beginning that was a plan right away yeah. man yep. dude i can't wait oh i miss you thing i miss this you thing it's going to be cool is one of my favorite <laughs> characters he really is i love uh, thane's thane's a great character dude yeah all right i could i could i could you know uh. wax on about the Mass Effect trilogy all day long it's so good uh, <laughs> it is really good. Raphael Sabarge as uh, Cade, awesome, just awesome. Just I don't know. It's just it's just so good. Hey, two awesome games with characters oh, named yeah. Cade. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> uh-huh. cool. Yeah, there you go. Alrighty then. Well, that's that's all I have for our <laughs> segment. But Sherlock, do you have anything else? Uh, okay. Well, no, then that so. that means. That means you know what that means. I mean, everyone knows what that means, but we gotta say it. It's time to move on to accessibility. Accessibility. <laughs> Welcome to accessibility. So <laughs> this uh, this uh, accessibility news, I'm going to start with a thing that I really. I thought about doing it last week, but there was just so much. Yeah. I, I, I put this off not, not because of any um, lack of excitement about it, but there was just so much. <laughs> we, we, we already went over two hours that episode. And so, you know, I felt it was, I felt that, that's, that's the only reason. One. That's the only reason. But anyway, let's talk. I want to introduce you guys to uh, a project that I'm currently working on, which Thank you to the, the developer of said project that I can actually talk about. <laughs> it's so <laughs> rare. But she encouraged me to, to talk about it. I mean, obviously, I can't give away, you know, plot stuff or I can't give away, like, you know, coding secrets and stuff like that, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But I can, I can basically, essentially talk about it. So I, I have announced this already on Twitter um, and talked about it a little bit on streams, but not, not much. Um, I am consulting for a project called I Wasn't Aware. 
It is a nice. it is a psychological horror game. Yes. Yes. And I I think uh, I think you guys are gonna like it. I think you guys are, because I don't I can't think of any. Really, I can't think of any psychological horror game that we can play. Nope, <clears throat> I don't think so. So I think this is a first. <laughs> so there you go. Um, it is it is really cool for a lot of reasons. Uh, the first of which is the developer of the game. It is being developed by a brand new game developer called Dose Productions, and um, they're. The leader of that uh, of that studio goes by Danny Dose. She is a tremendous person, and she is one of the radically kind gamers team as well. So, oh, awesome! So that's how this Very works. Cool. So, like, so she had when when we started with this, she had basically one, at least that I know of, one contact locked in. She had um, before radically kind gamers. She had the person that was there and willing to help her with the coding aspect of it um so so she is she is like i said she's very new to coding so she is literally learning how to code during this project oh wow and so the person that is helping her with the code is a fellow game developer and, and that connection had already been made you know what i'm saying yeah um before radically kind gamers but when radically kind gamers happened um for her it meant opportunities to work with people um and because there's so many people in Radically Kind Gamers that do so many different things across so many different dip- dis- uh, disciplines. We have artists in Radically Kind Gamers. We have voice actors in Radically Kind Gamers. You know, it's, it's such a good team. <laughs> it really yeah. is. It really is a good team. Um, and it was an opportunity, too, for her to basically message me because as soon as she found out who I was and what I, what, I, what I did, she messaged me almost right away, almost as soon as I met her and said, uh, hey... I'm making a game. Which, <laughs> would you be willing to consult on accessibility for it so I can actually make it so everyone can play it? And basically it was like that. And I said, of course, of course. And um, that's, and that's the, thing, the, thing that, uh, the thing that I like about this is, well, I mean, there's a lot that I like about it, but one of the things I like is that it's very easy for me to sell people on the character of this developer because the radically kind gamers team is composed of really, really amazing, nice and good people. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's true. Like I, I keep rating them on after my streams. So hopefully some like, of my, my chat is aware. JD is awesome. Sir is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this team is composed of tremendous human beings. So like it's, it's gotten to a point where if I'm trying to convince someone that, yeah, yeah, she is a good person. She is a good developer. All I got to say is yeah, because she's on the same, th- this team with all the, all these people <laughs> and it yeah. works. So yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she really believes in it. She wants everyone to play this game that possibly can. Um, and my role, of course, is going to be you know primarily accessibility consultant. I may be doing some other stuff as well, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how much of that she wants me to say yet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's just it's just such a it's such a it's an interesting thing um, because, because she's a new developer, because she is, she's basically a new production company. What I am doing by consulting for this game is helping her put accessibility into the very makeup of the development studio. Yep. And that is, that is cool. That is freaking cool, man. Um, that is very cool. Be- 
because you got to know that, you know, going forward, like this is probably going to be her strategy. This is probably going to be her thought process is every game is going to be like this. Every game that, that she makes, whatever it is, is probably going to be as accessible as it possibly can be. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, that's, that's why, I'm, that's why I wanted to like throw it out there on Twitter. As soon as she said it was okay to do it uh, because this is something that the blind community can look forward to now, yeah. not just, not just this game, but this studio in general, you know? It's just another thing. If they release a trailer, you know, I, I, I did the same thing with Naughty Dog. If, <laughs> if, Do, if Dose Productions releases a trailer, guess what, blind gamers? It's also yeah. for you. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's, it's very much in pre-production right now, so I don't know when you're going to hear more about it. But it is very exciting and super great. By the way, another cool thing about it, Again, since we have so many people uh, from different disciplines on Radical Hunt Gamers, there's so much. There's so many of the groups that are overlapping. Like, I'm I'm definitely not the only one from Radical Hunt Gamers that's working on this game. You know, like yeah. so many people are pulled in. This is like it feels like a Radical Hunt Gamers production, but it's not. You know, it's, <laughs> it's it's definitely her thing, and it should be her thing. But it's it's uh, it feels like because there's so many of us involved. It's just yeah. great. It's great. Um, so Dose Productions, I wasn't aware is the title of the game. Um, and just look forward to it. It's it's got it's going to be really cool. It's uh, I I already know at least one of the plot twists, and uh, it's it's going to be good. <laughs> it's <laughs> going to be good. If you nice. like psych horror, you're going to like it. She has a good idea with this game. Very cool, indeed. Do we know what like style of game? It's is it going to be like a point and click game, or is it going to be like a uh, it is. It is going to be, uh, kind of a hybrid. Hmm. We're working on. We're working on things to make sure that that's that's still accessible, obviously, because that's what I do. But yeah. it is going to be kind of point and clicky, but also a little bit of. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of movement that is player controlled too. Okay. Um. Cool. I can also, by the way, give you a synopsis, a little brief synopsis. Basically, just I can tell you that, uh, this uh, the main character is an investigator who is investigating a series of murders that hit a little too close to home for her liking. That's, that's all I can give you though right now. Yes. Oh man, it's going to be good. All right. (laughs) Please look forward to it. Please look forward to it. I beg of you, please, please. (laughs) Um, Really excited about it. Um, All right. Next up, I have to give a shout out to destruction. All stars. Destruction All-Stars uh, is a game that just came out this past week, uh, just yesterday, in fact, uh, as of this recording. And it is a PlayStation Plus game that is free for PlayStation Plus owners. Uh, if you don't have PlayStation Plus, it's not. But you might as well get PlayStation Plus if you're going to get this game because it is essentially an online... You can play against the computer, but you, you're going to want to get online with this game. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is a uh, destruction-based... Uh, amazing uh, vehicle game. We talked about it a little bit last week um, with the, their state of play thing that they did. I think we did, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we totally did. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, and uh, it's 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 really Ow. neat in concept. So it's out now, and uh, our good buddy Marcus Friend. I I actually wonder sometimes that's his real name or just his Twitter handle. But anyway, I think it's his real name. I think uh, it is his real name. I think it's real... Marcus Friend. He is uh, one of the big champions of accessibility over at Sony. 
and he posted a tweet thread about the accessibility in Destruction All-Stars. Now, I will be 100% open and honest about this. None of these features are blind accessibility features. Yeah. None of them are. But this is not just a blind accessibility podcast. I want to, I want to work more to make that clear to people. <laughs> like, it is, it is definitely, you know, I've, I've said before that it's hard to get out of your own head when it comes to accessibility. Um, and we've, we've demonstrated that ourselves. Like, we've, we've had to correct uh, things that we've said based on accessibility issues and things like that. Like, for instance, the whole, yeah. the whole uh, DualSense controller thing with no back button attachment and us not realizing that until it was too late. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, this game is going to be accessible to, I think, quite a few groups of people. Uh, it does feature lots and lots and lots of but button remapping, including swapping the functions of the, the, the sticks. So that's good. You should be able to, uh, it, from what it sounds like, you can you can map based on uh, in car stuff and out of car stuff. So you can you can set what each button does in each situation. At least from what I read, that's what it sounds like to me. And that's cool. It's still cool to me that this actually, this game actually has out of car stuff. Like I didn't expect that. Like yeah. when, when the game first started showing gameplay, I was like, okay, well it's a bunch of you know racing cars. I just figured like it's just all car stuff. Yeah, yeah. but. You can actually like the, the characters have moves and powers for out of the car too. It's like what the heck? What the heck? <laughs> nice. It's 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 as much about the characters that is about the vehicles. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so full button remapping, um, lots and lots and lots of subtitle size options, transparency options, ridiculousness like that. A bunch of good stuff. Um, colorblind modes. They got that covered too. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it seems like it's going to be great for low vision users. Uh, and motor impairment, and possibly, um, possibly, I think there was some stuff for cognitive in there too. I think, I think definitely, well, definitely low vision. Well, actually, well, okay. Let's 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 go this way. Since I'm not 100 percent sure on the cognitive, I'd have to look at the full list again. But since I'm not 100 percent sure on that, I will say this: absolutely, low vision users, motor impairment, and hard of hearing uh, as well. Cognitive, I'm not 100% sure on, so I'd have to I'd have to relook at the list for that. But definitely, I think if you're if you have one of those disabilities, you should be good to go with Destruction All Stars. I think you're I think you're good to go. Um, it may not be perfect. I don't know how in depth the button remapping is. So like, because there definitely are cases where button remapping, even even full button remapping, might not be enough for some motor impaired uh, players. So I can't guarantee it's perfection, but I'm hoping that a lot of people can play this game. And I'm really happy about that. Um, I'm. I mean, sorry. accessibility is 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 uh, accessibility. It is it's a good thing. It is always a good thing. It is always the right answer. You know, yep. always. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, like it. You know, like like I said, it doesn't have to be for for blind people. Accessibility for anyone means more people can play the game. Yep. So if you have a PlayStation Plus subscription and you're curious about Destruction All Stars, give it a look. See if you can play it. See if you fall into one of those categories and. One of the categories of folks that can play this game, and if you if you can enjoy it, because I, I think the concept is great. I, if I could play it, I would. I, I would. I actually am. So, okay, I'm going to announce this uh, for the first time. Um, I'm going to do a stream pretty soon, <laughs> where I'm going to try several different games, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to announce everything yet because I actually can't yet. Oh. Um, I will say this though 
one of the games, well, one, possibly two of the games that I'm going to try are going to be kind of my evaluation of accessibility situations. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to treat the whole stream that way. And even though it doesn't have any blind accessibility features, Destruction All-Stars is going to be part of it. <laughs> so, yes, I mean, I'm going to mess I mean, around. Have, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have blind people playing, you know, just messing around with, like, the Need for Speed games sure. and the Burnout games over the years. I used to so. mess around with Burnout Paradise all the time. I used to love that yeah. game. <laughs> even though I, could, yeah. I couldn't really get, like, any progress in it, but that's, that's cool. I could certainly destroy cars. That's, I can definitely do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, why not? I'm gonna mess around with it, and uh, and you're gonna hear it all in 3D audio. Yay, 3D audio. Because uh, yeah, stuff, things. So that's gonna be, but that's only gonna be part of the stream. It's gonna be cool. I think I'm gonna do a rare thing. I won't. I won't do this often. I don't think. But I think because I have a lot that I want to show, and because I just don't have a whole lot of time, I think I'm gonna do a rare thing and make this stream this Saturday and just just this once. Uh, not do Jackbox on Saturday. Right. But I think the stream will be fun because it's going to be a full, it's, it's going to be like, it's going to be like one of those accessibility evaluation streams, but a full stream of multiple games instead of just one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. That'll be fun. Indeed. Um, yeah, let's see. Speaking of, oh yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of that, um, well, I think we already, I, did I talk about the PlayStation? Oh, I can't remember what I talked about last week. <laughs> did I talk about the PlayStation Plus lineup for this month? I don't um, think so. Yeah, it's it's Destruction All Stars, and I forget what else. Destruction All Stars, Control Ultimate Edition, which is, Ooh. in my opinion, both a good and a terrible thing. Yeah. Um, because of the controversy around Control Ultimate Edition, uh, but also Concrete Genie. Which that's which right. Is, yeah, you did mention. You did mention Concrete Genie. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's super cute. Like I, I think Con- Concrete Genie is a great, great game in terms of like what it is, like the concept of it. I, I like it. I like it. And yes, those two are going to be part of the stream too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not everything. That's not everything. And I can't, I can't tell you what one of the what the other things is yet. Ah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, so yeah, that, and that, more of this kind of thing is going to happen too. I guess I should. I guess I should mention this um, in this in this uh, segment because it is accessibility adjacent. Uh, so for those who don't know, I have been accepted into the Deep Silver Creator Collective. Uh, the Deep Silver Creator Collective is a is a is a kind of a uh, a thing. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Like it's a thing that the game publisher Deep Silver created, and it is an effort to promote streamers. And, and content creators and help them in the ways that Deep Silver can help them. Part of that is kind of the same deal with Ubisoft, where I get codes for games and I'll, I have a chance to review them, and, you know, even play them early if I want to in some cases. Um, so now that I have, that's, by the way, that's not all the collective does, but that's, that's the most adjacent thing based on what we're talking about right now. So now that I have that situation, um, you're going to see more of that stuff. Uh, because now I have Ubisoft, I have Deep Silver, and I kind of have Sony too, actually. Um, yeah. I was left with a lot of open doorways after the PS5 thing with them. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, there's going to be a lot more of that stuff. And, Very cool. and I, I think that's good. I like that stuff a that lot. That's good. 
I have a great time with that stuff. And so <laughs> I even said, I said in my Discord this morning, uh, I, I said to my editor in Discord, hey, just so you know, you're going to get a lot of highlight requests coming in <laughs> because uh, I want to send these videos, this relevant videos to these, uh, these companies because we share this mm -hmm. stuff and that's, that's how we communicate with them. That's one of the ways anyways. Yeah. Um, and that's how I like to, to, to view that is we're all in that chat in that stream, we're all communicating with the developers because that's that's what my that's what I intend to do is send them the, the videos we make. So we're all doing it right there, and that's that's yep. one of the reasons I love those streams. So expect more of that, you know. Yes. As if I don't have enough content, you know, to, to create. <laughs> I, I nope. clearly I don't have enough to do. Right. I don't have. I'm not playing. I'm not. I'm not in the middle of enough games. I need to do more things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no it's all good i'm not it's not actually a complaint it's all good yeah. um yeah i i'm i'm uh i'm very pleased with that that was a, that was a nice win it felt good and that that again i have to i have to give a shout out to misty rayburn for that my wonderful fiance um once again it was a situation situation where you know she's the one who told me about the creator collective and said go apply now do yep. it I said, okay, okay. No, just kidding. No, I, I, but I was, she told me about it. She was like, you need to do it. I was like, yeah, I will. I will then. Dang it. And then I did. Okay, okay, fine. And then I got in. So good times, good times. Anyway. Um, oh, I do want to bring this up. I do want to bring this up. A new thing. I didn't write this down, but I just thought of it. And I, I want to bring it up because, dang it, I'm proud. I'm proud. Uh, I want to uh, announce what I consider. Well, actually, so first of all, I'm, I'm like going on my own tangents here. <sighs> okay, okay. First of all, really briefly, back to the Creator Collective thing. When I got into that Creator Collective, um, I don't, I don't view that as a win just for me. I view that as a win for disabled gamers and content creators as well, because we need to be more places. We need to be yeah. accepted into more things like Absolutely. this. And that's, 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 that's what I view this as. So that's, that's one of the reasons I'm proud of it. And on the heels of that, I want to give a shout out. And I know I've, I've given him many shout outs on this show. He's been on this show, but what the heck? I'm going to do it anyway. I want to give a shout out to my boy, my dog, Steve Saylor, who just yesterday yes. was offered Twitch freaking partnership. That is a win. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a win for disabled streamers, gamers, content creators. That is a win. Like the, the stuff that he has done has all been good for us, obviously. But uh, Twitch acknowledging that in this way is is a huge win for us as 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 creators. So congratulations, Steve. You freaking deserve it. You 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 amazing dude. You. Uh, it's been a, it's been great working with you. Uh, and I hope to do it again. I know. I, in fact, I know I will. I'll, I know I will again. Dang it! I know I will. Obviously, we're in the same circles. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We're gonna work together. We'll be fine. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's just it's just I I love it. I'm proud of it. Bring it on. Keep keep being awesome. He uh he had a stream last night to celebrate, and good lord, people showed up. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, nice. Apparently, he got um he broke a thousand followers last night. Oh wow. And. A hundred subs. Nice. Both dude. last night. 
Oh my god, two big milestones. I know. And... It's wow. it's freaking epic, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So mad props to Steve. Uh keep shining, bruh. Do your thing. All right. That is finally, I think. <laughs> That's finally all I have for accessibility news, at least for this time. Sherlock, what you got? Anything anything that I'm not thinking of? Um I forgot a th- I forgot a thing <gasps> in the uh, in the gaming news. The gaming Oh, okay, that's fine. Go ahead. We'll do it. <sighs> Guys. Guys. Oh. Oh, uh-oh. It's the end of an era, guys. The end of an era. It's unfortunate. Google Stadia. Oh, <laughs> oh right. It's closing its first party studios. Yep. Before they even got a chance to get off the ground yep. and release anything, they are gone. Yep, that's true. That's true. Stadia is now a third-party only thing, and this is putting a lot of doubt in people's minds as to the sustainability of Stadia. Yep, it is. And, yeah. It's uh, not looking good for Stadia. Yeah, I, I will admit too that I'm. I, I will admit that I kind of felt this too, in the sense that uh, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> like, no, because the thing, and I, I will say this over and over again, my experience with Stadia has been great. I've had a tremendously positive experience with them. Accessibility wise, they're good. Latency wise, I think they're fine. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, I, the writing is on the wall here. Yeah. If they're going to close their third party studio or first party studio so easily, uh, what's going to happen to them when they're facing down xCloud, especially yeah. especially xCloud? I mean, I know there's other there's other yeah. things too. Like Nvidia has a thing, you know. I don't know for some reason I don't feel like it's it's as strong a contender as xCloud though because you have Game Pass, you have xCloud, and you know while. I disagree with the folks that just say xCloud is good uh, and hate on Stadia for no reason. Um, I will say that xCloud is, at least in terms of financial cost, very good and already has more games than Stadia has. And Xbox exclusive, first, you know, first party Xbox games, since they will be coming to Game Pass, will also be coming to xCloud. So they have first party. Stadia doesn't anymore. Um, yeah. So I don't know what more Stadia is going to offer to keep themselves afloat. I mean, nothing really. I mean, what else do you have? Like, well, they did. They did start implementing some of the features they had announced, you know, years ago. Some of those are <laughs> some of those are coming in now. Like you can you can uh, launch a YouTube stream from games now. Apparently that's that's live now. Um, the that's cool. the crowd uh, voting thing that, that Stadia has is live now too. So for some yeah. games, you can if you're if you're streaming a game, um, as part of the game's natural interface, uh, a vote will appear in your stream for certain things, and, and the people that are watching can can vote and things like that. So that's live. The uh, the Stadia links are live, so you can click a link from a video or stream and launch right into the game if you have access to it. Um, you know, so that those things are live, but like... I don't think it's going to be enough. I don't know. It might not be enough. It might not be enough. And that sucks. Which, which sucks, because I 
I really I do like Stadia. Yeah, I, I really Stadia's do cool. like Stadia. <laughs> Dang it. Stadia's good. I don't use it nearly as often probably as you do, but I do enjoy it. And like it's got cool stuff on it. It's finally got like more than thirty games on it. So right, that's, right. that's <laughs> and they've been relatively decent at having part games added to it. You know, Hitman Three was was uh, yeah. on day and date for Stadia. Uh, Cyberpunk got Pokemon Reverse World. I think yeah, and Stadia was on Cyberpunk, but Cyberpunk was also day and date on Stadia. Um, yeah. And by the way, Stadia has been used for game development as well. Like one one should not forget that, at least currently, Bungie is, to my knowledge, still using Stadia and that and it may end up being just if it if the public Stadia stuff closes They'll keep the tech around for devs the uh the the dev yeah. side of it yeah I, I hope it, at the very least if we lose Stadia I do hope that stays because Bungie has been it seems like it's a very useful tool for for lock for for quarantine environmental yeah. things you know like it just yeah because that's that's exactly what bungie has been using it for they have they have used stadia to run test builds as they're developing destiny expansions and it, it works for them like they 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 say it's great yeah. um you know beyond light was developed uh as, as far as the testing goes with stadia like that's how that happened yeah it beyond was good was so it good. was good and Stadia was a part of that, you know? So it's it's just it just bah it sucks. It sucks. I don't like it. Yeah. Stadia, fix yourself. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I hate to end it on downer like that. Uh, quick, think of something positive. <laughs> I thought uh, of it. Uh, uh, uh <laughs> Sable's really cool. Not yet though. Sable is really cool. I, I can't I wait to get my hands I wanted, on it. I want it back. Like, after doing the, the beta thing, like, I want it back now. I know. <laughs> I want it too. I can't uh, wait to start working on, like, a, a, a thing. Like, an actual thing that I'm going to sustainably... Like, the focus, because of the beta period, was to do a short thing, you know? I can't wait to start working on a thing that is going to be, yeah. like, actually significantly larger than the thing that I made before. And I like the thing I made before. Yeah. Um, that little RPG that we made in on stream is cool. <laughs> yeah, that was and cool. it basically worked like it was supposed to. I think there was one bug. Um, like I think the intro didn't yeah. play or something, but it basically worked like it was supposed to. And I could have fixed that. Like if I had enough time, I, w- I would have been able to fix it. Um, yeah, but yeah. it's really robust now. Like even just yeah, the change logs. I'm just like, I'm ready for it. A lot now. <laughs> it's like it's like. So I'm so I happy know, the party stuff That's got so cool. in. Uh, Remake Final Fantasy VI. Uh, no, kidding, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, dude, I... <laughs> now you want to do it. <laughs> now you want to do it. I kind of want to do it. I kind of want to do it because, I mean, I think the script's out there. Now, I, I just called our listeners. Uh, Here can... I go. There I go. I think... Yeah, I, I mean, I think I've done it too. Um, I, I, the scripts are out. No, um, actually, that does sound kind of fun. But I think I I do want to. Oh no, definitely, do my, do that. My, definitely do my yeah, definitely do that first. I uh I may have a uh, 
and again, thanks to Radically Kind Gamers, I may have a writer for my, even, I did this in advance, like I asked about this in advance to see if they'd be willing to do it. Um, from Radically Kind Gamers, that may help me with my, you know how you know, I told you I wanted to kind of subvert the expectations of, of what uh, Sable could do and make a walking simulator instead of an RPG? I may have yeah. a writer for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Nice. <laughs> because I see no reason why a game like that couldn't work with Sable. I see no reason at all. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I'm going to do, do it, man. I'm going to do it. That's going to be my personal project. I mean, I'm, yeah. You could make a game theoretically yep, no with no battles. Yep. And just the use of trigger oh, points, like... uh, quests that update based on the, the trigger points you run into. Yeah, you can do it. Yep. Because now, and before I would have struggled because uh, there was a time during the beta where you couldn't assign quests to triggers, but now you can. So to triggers, and now you can. <laughs> yep. So yeah. Ah, so much you can do with it now. I yeah, want to play with it. I want. So I want to help. Like I said, I want. I want to. I want to help you make it. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Oh, on, Sable. This is the thing I've wanted for yeah. This is what I'm worried decades. about. This is what I'm worried about with Sable. Is Sable just going to keep on improving and improving and improving and just never come out? <laughs> like, wait, <laughs> we just realized we wanted to add this suite of features. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Just release it. Add them later. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Yep. I, I want it so much. I'm ready for it. What I like too is the fact that you'll be able to release your your projects as standalone things in the in the paid uh, version. I mean, stable. yeah. Uh, I hope. Like, I don't sure. know how that's going to work yet because projects with the Sable beta were just kind of folders. They were just zip files that you could, you know. Yeah. So, but I'm pretty sure they did. They did mention that, like, they'll, they'll, they'll have be a their own. Dude, they'll have a compiler, so they'll be their own things. That's oh, that's happening too. So that's I'm that's happening. I'm 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 so sold on Sable, like like I'm ready. I I don't know I don't know what their stance is on like selling things made in Sable. I'm guessing you probably can't. I don't know, but but even if you can't, I still want I would still want the paid version. Um. Oh yeah, but that that is that is a question, because if you can't. Well, if you even if you can, well, I'm not going to sell my Teddy Ruxpin thing because can't yeah, because it's based yeah. on it. And that's I was just going to say something yeah. like that too. Like if you wanted to sell something, you have to be careful that it wasn't that didn't have any copyrighted material, because then you'd be in big trouble. Yeah. You, you yeah. like if anything, oh, yeah. you can sell your stuff as long as every part of it is original, and I mean every part. Or yeah, you have to be super or, careful or, or about that stuff. Yeah. So like if because I'm thinking of music free. here because yeah. people you know. You can't throw, because like Aaron, because Aaron from VG Storm, he does it right. Like he gets all his music licensed, like either royalty free or he does like he's a big fan of um, the Site Audio Network, which you you know you buy basically buy you know the licenses okay, licenses yeah. and stuff for the for the music and stuff. So um, he he goes through the yeah, proper channel. Definitely channels. do that if you're going to make a game that's original. Um, and if you're not yeah. going to make a game that's original, then you you shouldn't try to sell it because it's a bad idea. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah, man. But Sable, dude, just 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 release it. Just, <sighs> just... 
I can't wait. I just want. I, I want to walk up to the developer just, and go, just, mm-hmm. just do it. Just, just come on. Just press, just press the button. It's, it's right. It's it's right there. Press the button. Let's not go that far, Milton. Uh, we actually want Sable. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. That, that's right. yeah. Yeah. oh man, can't wait! <laughs> I was told there'd be sable. I was blue. I was told. I was told. I was, I was told, told there'd be sable. No, I, I said no salt. I was told I could build an RPG. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, I know God. it's so good. It's, I want to watch that again now. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I think that's gonna do it. Uh, for accessibility news, even though we kind of tangent, uh, went back to gaming news there for a second, but that's fine. I yeah, didn't want to end up. It's, it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. Um, let's do a little bit of outro, <laughs> and for this week, we're going to get out of here. But don't forget, we're back now, so look forward to more. But anyway, to the outro. We are. This has been episode 71. 71. 71. 71 of the Breakdown Walls <laughs> podcast. Season 3, episode 2 of the Breakdown Walls podcast. There you go. Um, it's been a good show. Uh, a lot of things to talk about. Like I said, we had big stuff to talk about this time, so it was, it was uh, definitely a jam-packed show. Next week, uh, like I said, I, I sent a message to the first of our guests so it may happen it may be happening next week so they i'm just waiting for their response and it may take a few days i'm not sure because again different time zones different schedules and all that stuff so we'll work it out we'll get them on the on the show as soon as possible and then we have a whole series of guests lined up after that at least i do ha it's for luckily knows about one of them ha 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 uh actually you know what I, i will say one thing full uh full honesty here i'm absolutely gonna do my best to get danny dose from dose productions on the show so uh, I will announce absolutely. that. I will announce that one. I I feel like she'd probably probably say yes. Right. So so I will announce that one. That is that is my intent. My announcement of intent. Throwing it throwing it out there in the universe now. Um, but I have some other ideas uh, for guests lined up here. So we will see what happens. Um, as always, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we enjoy doing this every week for you. It's 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 a it's a thing we look forward to every week. We are glad to be back. I mean, speaking for myself, I guess. But we're glad to be <laughs> we're glad to be back. <laughs> It's good to yes. be back doing this again. Um, this podcast is awesome. Um, I, I love the fact that that uh, even even though it's happening, you know, in in short little bursts, we are growing as a podcast. Like different people from different countries are watching, you know, listening to this show. Uh, our numbers for every episode are, are going up. It's 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 good. It's good. It's it's it's. I, I love the growth of the show. Yep. Thank you for listening. If you like the show, feel free to give us all the feedback in the world. We really appreciate feedback. We will we will take corrections. We have seriously been, we've been corrected on stuff and, and, and just mentioned it the next week or sometimes yep. the next two weeks because I forgot one time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll take correct. We'll take anything. Um, we want to talk about the things that you want us to talk about. So if, if there's something that you feel like we missed on the show, let us know and we'll talk about it next week. Um, that's going to do it. I have have been Brandon Cole. He has been Sherlock, at least so he tells me. And <laughs> And we will see you guys next week.